You're listening to Impulse Radio in Tunes with Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the first show of 2022. I know I'm late because we're well into the year, but happy new year, beloveds. You're listening to Therapy Thursday here on Impulse Radio Africa with myself, Kopano Mashike. We do this every Thursday from 6 until 8 because Zichigile is into the production team is here with me and my boss, guys. So um, we're going to do what we did last year. We suggested the two-hour slot. This year, we are suggesting twice a week, just saying. So I hope they hear me. But um, we have a jam-packed episode tonight. But before we go into that, let's get the formalities out the way. To stream us live, go to www.impulseradio.africa. Don't forget to follow us on our socials. On Instagram, we are at Impulse Radio Africa. On Twitter, it's at Impulse Radio underscore IRA. And I am Kopano underscore Mashike on all social media platforms. Let's get straight into the business of today. I, uh, on the issue of responsibilities, for instance, there's a lot of things at play. We live in a world now where we, we, we are now confusing what used to be sacred and good with something that's modern and new without a care in the world about what really is. Mm. You know, for the sake of fitting in and for the sake of progress, let me ask it this way so that you understand where I'm going. Yes. What is wrong in being in 2022 as a modern man or modern woman who also has certain key values that have stood the test of time mm. embedded embedded into that growth and that progress and that forward looking and forward thinking. Mm. Because I'll tell you something. There are things that no matter what we do, they will never change. Sure. The sun will always be the sun. It will always rise in the east and set in the west. No matter how progressive we get, those mm. things won't change. The law of sowing and reaping will never change. It will always be that, whether, no matter what happens. Mm. So, similarly, we can be all modern and all this, but at the end of the day, we need to acknowledge the fact that, personally, as a man, when I look to build my legacy and my life and my future, I will never ever be able to do it on my own mm -hmm. unless I deliberately leave out certain aspects. For example, I can choose to build a legacy that doesn't have kids. In yeah. it. So that way, I will, by default, will not put marriage on the table that mm. will require kids. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I now need to be very deliberate and very purposeful in my dating in how I carry myself, but flip that and say, okay, here is a man who wants to build a life and a legacy that will have children and grandchildren. Just like I stand here today, my great grandparents are in the ground, mm. but I stand on their shoulders today. Mm. Now, to do this, I am going to need not all women, not any woman, but a particular woman who will appreciate who I am for who I am, yes. what I do, how I live my life, and she will value those things. 
I can pick a hundred women and show them who I am. Maybe one or two will say, I like that. Mm. The rest will look at it and go, that's not my guy. And that's okay. The problem becomes when I have my set values, my principles, mm-hmm. and my purpose clearly in front of me, and then I pick somebody who really misaligns with all of that, mm-hmm. and then turn around and say, women are bad. Mm. Mm. This is happening a lot more than we realize. Yes. Similarly, women who have really career-focused and they have different aspirations, then they see this hot guy, this mm. hunk, who has no idea, who doesn't even care what you care about. But because he's so hot, he's irresistible, you end up in there, he treats you badly, and that whole thing falls apart, and then you come on, on these platforms and say, men are this. Mm. This is what's killing us. Let's step back and really go back to, okay, I'm a man, I'm, I'm a skilled engineer, or I'm this or I'm that. I will take care of A, B, C, D. Mm. And then I marry a teacher. Perfect. Mm. That teacher values what I do. I value what she does. She doesn't have to leave her teaching just because now she's my wife. Mm. No. We now complement each other. Instead of washing your face with one finger, now you use two hands with ten fingers. Mm. You're complementing each other. Big difference. I think as a people we have lost our way because we bought into this lie Mm. that women are independent, they are modern, they don't need men, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So as a result, we are now at each other's throats over this thing. Whereas, we need to step back. If you are a a responsible woman, when I say responsible, I'm not saying responsible for the men. Responsible woman, you take care of your stuff. Mm. But let me put it this way I'll give you an example and then I'll keep quiet for a minute. Okay. If if you're a responsible woman who is gifted, maybe you're gifted, you're academic, maybe you're successful, you've got your PhD, you're a head of department in some place, does that then take away from who you are as a person, number one? Does it take away from the values your grandparents gave you? Does that take away, should you decide to be married? Or does that even take away the option of marriage? If you decide to be married, does that take away from your duties and responsibilities as a wife? Mm. That's a question that today many women are afraid to answer. Yeah. Let me give you a practical example. When I met my wife, right? I looked at her. Guess what the first attraction to her to, to her was? What was it? Her femininity. Mm. She just walked through the door and she was dressed right for the occasion. I didn't know her from Adam before that. She walked in and I said, my goodness, how refreshing it is to see a woman who still dresses like this in this day and age. She knew she is beautiful. She didn't have to flaunt anything. She was absolutely brilliant. And I looked at her for a while and I I knew straight away, I said, wow, there's a woman who knows even where she walked. She walked over to the counter and ordered coffee and something. 
the way she spoke to the people behind the counter, mm. the way she carried herself, and the way she went and sat down. I looked at that and I said, my goodness, what is that? I, you never see that today. I hear you, BK, because you, what you're but saying here's is the true. Big part. Mm. Here's the big part. At that point, I didn't know her qualifications. Mm. I didn't know how much money she makes. Mm. But I already knew that the way she put herself together, surely she should be able to look after her things because I could see she looked after herself. Mm -hmm. That was number one. When I got talking to her, I didn't even ask her if she was educated. I didn't ask her how much she made. I didn't ask any of that. In fact, choosing a wife for me had nothing to do with her education, mm. nothing to do with how much money she makes, nothing to do with any of this stuff. Mm. What mattered to me was, is this a woman I can trust? Yeah. Is this a woman who believes in who I am and can support what I'm about? Is this a woman who is cooperative? Big word, cooperative. Mm. that we can sit around the table and formulate a strategy and win together. Mm. If she ha Basically, I was looking for a wife. If she is a wife first, who happens to be educated and happens to be smart enough to know how to make money, if she happens to be all of these things, that's extra, that's mm. a bonus, because mm. all of those things I will provide anyway. Yes. But I needed a wife first. Mm. A wife who will, when I come home from the hunt on the streets, on the, on the, on the forest, whatever, I come home to peace. Mm. I come home to, I come home to, thank you. This will do over here. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. My goodness, I need that over. My wife can have anything she wants. Absolutely anything she wants. If she wants to go and be something, she has my full support. If she wants a new car in the morning, I'll make sure it happens. Why? Because she appreciates who she is and she appreciates who I am. And together, we are moving in the same direction. Of course, we may have a difference of opinion. We may have differences in seeing things. But at the end of the day, we're standing on the same line, facing the same direction. I hear you. Um, so, and I, and I that's, agree what, that's, you. I, that's my example. I, I, I hear you, BK, in the sense that independent women, and I'm trying to, to, to phrase this, 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 this correctly, independent women, yeah. especially in 2022, lack a lot of grace. I will agree with you there. They lack a lot of grace. So let's, let's, let, let's get back into the topic for tonight. The topic for tonight is vulnerability. BK, what does vulnerability mean yes. to you? Yes, vulnerability actually, contrary to popular belief, mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it actually means understanding deeply mm. who you are as a person. And then how you communicate that to other people and taking full responsibility as far as possible 
to who you expose that to. Yeah. I'll give you an example of what I mean. You need to discover who you are before you bring anybody else into your space. Mm. You should literally prioritize that. Mm. I need to know who I am, what makes me tick, what re and really challenge myself into what, what, what really do I like? What, what am I? And if this happens, how do I feel? How does that make me feel? How do I look? How do I walk? If I dress this way, how do I? All of these things matter. Mm. If I get punched in the face, what happens? Yes. And if somebody spits in my face, what happens? And if somebody curses my mother, what happens? Mm. I need to know all those things myself well before I bring anybody else in my life. Why is that important? Because you know what to protect, you know what to let loose, and when. Yes, but, but, but because we're African people, who teaches yes. men to know yourself? What does it mean as an African man to say? I was coming, okay. I was coming to I'm that. I'm so effort. sorry. I'm glad you, you, you asked. No, you're correct. You're, you're absolutely fine. Mm. So everything I said leads to this. Okay. Before I tell you who teaches who, mm. what, listen to this for a second. As a man today, before I even tell you my age, as a man today, it doesn't mean I don't feel things. I don't have emotions. No, no, no. To the contrary, I actually do. Mm. I just deliberately choose who gets to see the soft side of me, who gets to see the other side of me. Disagreements with my wife are unlike any other disagreement I could ever have on earth. Do you know why? Because I love her. But if I disagree with a robber on the streets, someone dies. Mm, mm, mm. Do, do you see the difference? Mm. Who teaches men this? Remember I touched on therapy earlier? Yes. Therapy, therapy is the missing piece in this whole jigsaw today. I'll tell you why. When I say therapy, I'm not talking about fancy corner offices with expensive counselors, thousands at a pop. No, even though they are good and they are professional, here is the piece of therapy that stood the test of time. Yes. There was a time when we had grandparents. Mm. Your father and your grandfather are not the same person. Yes. And your grandfather is particularly meticulous because he's watching his own son raise his kids. And his kids have a grandfather. And that grandfather, in this male perspective, right? Like my grandfather, he would bring me everywhere and show me things. He will show me the little tick on the grass. He will show me how to do this. He will put me over his shoulder and hold me upside down and ask me, how does that feel? Therapy continues beyond that into your adulthood. Mm. And before you know it, I started sitting around my, grandpa my grandfather. He was somebody of sorts. He used to counsel people. He used to help people. He, he was known. And I would sit in some of his sessions as a young man. And I would hear some of the things he used to say to men who are about to get married. And the mm. questions he used to ask them is, who told you you have to be married? 
Yeah. How do you know you must be married? And then finish by saying, what is marriage? Mm. Why mm. do you want this thing? You don't even have an idea of what it is. Yeah. If you want to be married because you want to put your little thing into another girl's, that's not the definition of marriage. Don't do it for that. Mm. He said to me, marriage is not a title. It's a serious responsibility. And to be married, you have to become who gets married before you get married. Yes. So while you are in school, forget about girls. They are just your friends, nothing else. Because if you make this one mistake, you will destroy your marriage in future. You will destroy your life. Stay away from this. And then he taught me what marriage is. Mm. Today, if you were to hear those things, they are foreign to people. Yes, yes. Foreign to people because we think marriage is, ah, well, I'll have a few years of umjolo and then it's not, later we'll see. Mm. No. Mm. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Marriage is a serious business. People come to this world through marriage and people get damaged in marriages. Stuff happens. Real lives happen in marriage. Mm. And it's all on your shoulders. Yeah. If you can't even manage yourself, how can you manage another woman and her kids? And her kids. Mm. Mm. The best marriage example he showed me was a pride of lions. He said to me, you see those lions? There is one male, there is a few females, most of them have cubs, right? Who do you think should go out hunting for those? Do you think the male lion should just sit at home and wait for the wives to go and hunt? He says that would be impossible because there is nothing more vulnerable than a woman with a baby. Yes. So you have to make sure you stand over that woman and the child and make sure all their needs are met. Mm. Their protection depends on you. Their thriving into becoming who they are depends on you. Their aspirations are your responsibility. You have to create the conditions conducive enough for them to thrive and grow into the next generation. It's on you. Now you see what marriage is. Do you still want to be married? Me, yes, definitely. That, that's part of my plan. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. But imagine, but imagine my grandfather asking me this question. Yes. I literally shrank back and I said, hell no. I mm. better go and check these things out. I need to get myself some sort of skill, some sort of understanding what this really means. Mm. So that answers your question. Who teaches who? We need the good men among us to really step up and teach younger men how to be proper men, real men who become husbands. Mm. And I think think real men also and community, excuse me, community leaders who, who take on the responsibility of being the therapist because therapy yes. for black people 
it, like you said, is not the corner office, you know. It's, it's, it's not those things. It is the conversations that we have when we gather. Mm. And what are those conversations? Absolutely. What are the conversations about, yeah. you know? I, I, I was asking Sivue earlier, I said, so when you are with your male friends, what do you talk about? And he said, what did you say you talk about, Sivue? Women, sport, cars, alcohol. Nothing value-adding, though. Nothing value-adding. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I think that it's problematic. I think it's extremely problematic because when 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 very, it's, very. it's very problematic because there's no teaching. Yeah. It it it, it is it's yeah. problematic because we are not growing. We are not taking accountability. None of those things are happening. Mm -hmm. Um. And and yes, exactly. this 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 is a conversation about men and their vulnerability. But I believe that to fix a lot of the problems that we have as African bodies is that we actually need to all as a group men must go on one side and women must go on one side men must do a real men's conference and show so should we yes then we need to come yes. together mm. once we have sorted out our feelings once we have sorted out every single thing and we need to come to one space and then have a conversation because my oh my oh my we are going to be a better africa when we realize that we have the same problems when we realize that as men Absolutely. and women our problems echo each other and we have so many things in common. So, so, Absolutely, so, I couldn't have said it any better. I, Let me add this to it. This is what you said because it dovetails perfectly together. Okay. You touched on when men sit in their corners, what do they talk about? Mm. <laughs> My sister, <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this. Men are missing a glorious opportunity when we sit together and we talk. Do you know that most people today, especially most young women, have actually never heard a man talk, real talk. Sure. They may have had I have a never man heard a man shout talk, and curse okay. and do all that. You're oh, the first man the I'm hearing talk. <laughs> Here's the piece. Here's the piece. When, when men gather together, that talking there should also include that how you handle that vulnerability mm. because remember we are designed a certain way that's why you hear they smell blood they're talking about wolves in the forest when they smell blood so men hide these emotions because they don't want the wolf to smell blood so you don't want that vulnerability exposed at the wrong time to the wrong people that's where men correct that and say, you can be vulnerable and this is what it looks like. Mm. However, this is how you handle it. And you are vulnerable, you show it this way. You go here and do that in order to take care of that healing process so that you come back a warrior and a strong man that you should be in case it's needed. Now, here's the piece. It's not just what men talk about. It's what their words and actions imply. For example, talk is easy. Talk is cheap. I can stand here and tell you anything you want to hear. But if my words do not transform and agree with my actions, it's a lost cause. Sometimes the little boy on the street doesn't hear anyone say anything, mm. but he sees 
men walking on the street at two in the afternoon, drunk and falling over himself and throwing up all over the place, or a man holding a woman by the neck. He sees that. He didn't hear anyone say anything. He just saw that. Those are examples. But then you ask yourself, the young man looking at that, what does he think? And then flip the question and say, the man who is drunk at 2 p.m. in the afternoon on the street in broad daylight and holding a woman by the neck, whose son is that? Mm. Who raised him to be like that? Where did he see that and thought it was a good idea? My grandfather said to me, a real man does not beat women or suppress women. A real man will never be seen in public drunk because you are supposed to be the hero of the day. You are supposed to be alert. You are supposed to be on song. The community looks up to you. Mm. Drinking alcohol the way people do today is really untypical. Yes. Alcohol was predominantly for the retired men who have lived their lives their lives and they have scars on their backs for all the stuff that has gone on. Now they are watching their boys be the men and, and till the fields and hunt and all this. But if you if you wake up in the morning and your breakfast is a pint, really, come on. Where are we going with this? So this is where the problem is. Is it easy to be vulnerable? No. no. That is the honest answer. It's not. I'll tell you why it's not. Mm. Remember, whether we like it or not, we are wired a certain way. Yeah. And part of that wiring is supposed to be protective for the man. In other words, being vulnerable is really something that needs careful management more than most things. Mm. Because in that vulnerability, guess what happens? The enemy strikes. 100%. I speak to you as a military person. One of the reasons why we do raids at dawn is because that's when the enemy is most vulnerable. That's when Ubutomo is at its best and you really want to cuddle and sleep until forever and boom we're in Mm. Mm. so vulnerability to some degree is similar to that it's there it's one of the most uncomfortable things for most men however if handled well and managed properly can actually be a very good asset i'll tell you why i say that People you deal with, depending on the, on the situation and depending on the circumstances you are in, they, they will buy into that vulnerability because it also displays rare authenticity. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. The responsibility then lies on the person who is vulnerable to say, do I just go on Twitter now and tell everybody this difficult, sensitive, sensitive thing. Mm. Definitely not, because mm. <laughs> nobody on Twitter knows you from Adam or knows you from anywhere. Yes. And besides, why would they need to know this? But I can go to my uncle 
who has lived his life well. And I have watched all my life and said to myself, I want to be like him. He's so cool. He's so smart. He looks after his family. He takes care of his men's responsibilities. He is understanding. He's strong, but he's kind. He's loving. I can go to my uncle and say, Hey, Malou, you know what? I don't know what I can do here. I'm in a predicament. I'm faced with a situation that I have never faced before. And guess what he will do? He will put his arm around my shoulder and say, Ah, son, listen, let's not talk here in public. Come over here. Mm. Let's sit. And then he says, Oh, by the way, do you remember when you were a young man and I threw you over that wall and we f- you fell in the water and you see what he's doing there? Yes. He's breaking the ice. He wants me to relax and he's reminding me of the trust we once had. Mm. And then he goes on then to say, hey, listen, have a seat. Would you like a drink? Yeah, okay. So what are we talking about here? Mm. And then he listens. He might not even have the answers. And the moment he says that, his demeanor changes from joking to stone-cold serious. Mm. What are we talking about here, son? Because at that moment, he doesn't know what I'm going to tell him. Just in case I'm about to tell him some ridiculous error I have made, so he is ready for that. Or I'm about to tell him about something that's happened to me that has destroyed me. Mm. He will be standing there for that. So he's poised for whatever comes. And then he listens. And there I pour out my heart to him. To the point where even if it means crying tears, that's a safe spot to do with. Mm. He can rebuke me. He 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 can rebuild me. He can soar back into me. And he can reach deep within me and find that, that former me that was there and pull it to the surface and say, listen, these things happen. Here is what happened to so-and-so in the past. Your great-grandfather had this issue. He did this, and this is how he dealt with it. You can do this, this, and that. Or have you done this? Or what have you done so far to help your situation? He is open. He is understanding. But at the same time, here is a killer punch. He is not condescending because he knows he appreciates the trust and the confidence i have in him to come to him in the first place Mm. and he knows his responsibility over that information is crucial it can't be heard anywhere else i can't two years from now hear someone talk about the conversation i had with him face to face Mm. He knows this. This is the therapy piece. To be val- to answer your question, vulnerability is there in men. The problem is, where do we go with it? Mm. Who is able to hear this? Can I come to you as my wife and tell you a deeply, deeply difficult that, thing? That, that was my next question. That's the issue. That's the issue. Sometimes I don't go to my wife with something deep and difficult. Do you know why? Because Not women because can weaponize a... it. That's, that's, 
even the little of reason, this minute of reasons. Okay. Guess why I don't go to her? It's because of this one main reason. I don't want her to hurt. Now there's two of us in this pond. Yes. I'm trying to keep her from this pain because I don't like what I'm feeling. It hurts. And if I pour it into her cup, guess what? It may just hurt her too. So mm. I need to keep her safe from this. So that at least between us, one of us is okay. Okay. Where do we begin? Let's hit the reset button and recognize yeah. and be awake to the truth that we belong together. That mm. is number one. Mm. And number two, let's recognize that we do not have to accept what the society dictates to families. It's supposed to be the other way around. Mm. Family, uh, community, and then society. It's supposed to feed out. Society and community is supposed to be reflective of our families. Which brings me to this key, key point. Let us become the example of what good looks like. Mm. So that every son, even the son who doesn't have his father, can look outside the window and see a good example of the man. Let's do that and raise quality families together. Mm. We need each other. It's literally that simple. Mm. But we need to have the will to do it. Over and above everything that's been said. We have come to the end of the show, and I want to say thank you to my guest, Laura M., who was with us in the first quarter of the show, as well as my, as well as my in-studio guest, Pinto Siviwe. And a big thank you to BK, who has taken time out of his evening to join us. I appreciate you all, and thank you for your contribution. We do the same time, same place next week. Be kind. Take care of yourselves. And happy Valentine's Day in advance. From my heart to yours, love, light, good night, Africa. Impulse Radio Africa, the finest in African music.